do you have a plan? I think that is something that a lot of people just don't have an answer to. I think Americans were terrible at planning for the future, let alone for the short term as well. Do you prep? That's another question I have for you. If you don't, why? It's a good idea. I, I can tell you from my own personal experiences that prepping is a good thing because of what happened to me during the Texas winter storm where I did not have power for three days. And if I was not prepping, well, I'm sure things could have been a lot worse. And my wife and I could have been placed in a very desperate situation. But because I did plan and I did prep, we were a lot better off. Now, obviously, there are definitely things I could have improved at, which I kind of took away from that experience. But it goes back down to, do you plan? And if you don't, why not? Nine years to the potential Great Reset taking, a, you know, taking hold worldwide. So what are you going to do about it? What are the things that you can do right now to put yourself in a better position for the future. So I have five simple questions to ask you to help prepare you for the future and potentially the Great Reset. The first one I've kind of already asked, but I'm gonna ask again, are you prepping? And if not, how come? I know that prepping kind of gets a bad rap, specifically because of that show Doomsday Preppers, and that's what a lot of people kind of think about when they think about prepping is prepping for Doomsday, whether it comes or not. And you could say the exact same thing about the Great Reset, but ultimately it's kind of an insurance policy that I hope to never use. And it's the reason why I prep. And as I mentioned earlier, the 2021 winter storm that hit Texas where I lost power for three days. That is why I prep. I also prep for the future as well, because you never know when you may lose your job, have an economic collapse, a pandemic. These are the reasons why you should start thinking about prepping if you're not doing so. Do you have 90 days worth of food and water for your family? This is one of the fundamental building blocks of prepping, making sure that you have a 90 day supply of food and water and, and not just for yourself and your family, but also for your pets as well, because you want to make sure that they're taken care of. Now, this will help out with any kind of long-term disaster scenario, be it man-made or natural, something like happened with Katrina here in the Gulf Coast area, where look what happened with Louisiana and how badly that was hit. Look at the number of people that actually starved to death because of Katrina. I know that this is a distant memory at this point, but that is something that did happen. And part two of this question, and yes, I'm kind of cheating, is do you have a long-term food plan? Having a 90 day supply of food is great, but obviously you have to plan further out. What happens if there is a prolonged disaster that goes past 90 days? Are you planning on going and starting a garden? Are you planning on going and raising chickens or other types of livestock? The other thing too is, do you have the means to do so? If you live in an apartment, that's obviously a lot more difficult than if you live in a house. But there are options because you can go and talk to your neighbors and maybe start a communal garden at your apartment complex. So these are things to think about. What are you going to do for the long term? Obviously, canned food will run out. And if it does, how are you going to handle that situation? What are you going to do if you lose power for an extended period of time? It's a lot of things to think about when it comes to losing power for an extended period of time, such as how are you going to go and cook your food if you have an electrical range? 
What about the food in your refrigerator? How are you going to go and keep that from spoiling? What are you going to do to alleviate boredom? And what happens if it lasts longer than just a three-day period of time? Well, there's some things you can do, like go and get a camp stove where you can go and cook food. You can go and get a portable generator to go and power certain electronic devices, obviously for as long as you have gas or some sort of fuel to keep that generator going. But what happens if that power outage lasts for a month, two months, three? What if the power never turns back on again? There are options such as getting solar as something you can look into. But what happens if the electricity never comes on? What are your plans for survival? What are your plans for the future then? If put into a situation, do you have the means to defend yourself? Whenever talking about self-defense, guns are the go-to. But what happens if you are not carrying that day or if you don't live in a conceal and carry state? Self-defense is very important and you need to think about what happens if you're in a situation where you need to go and defend yourself as, as well as that of your family. Do you practice any kind of self-defense art such as Kempo or Arnis? These are things that you should look into along with firearms training. Now, I did do a video recently talking about the three guns that you should own. You should go and check that video out as well. But you should start taking your defense very seriously, especially when we live in a world where it seems like we have riots pretty much on a daily basis these days. What happens if you're surrounded by five individuals dressed in black? How are you going to get out of that situation? And there may be situations where going and drawing a gun is not exactly the best kind. If you're surrounded by five people and none of them are armed and you have the ability to go and, well, talk your way out, maybe run, maybe that's the better option than drawing a firearm. But you need to take your defense very seriously. And if things get really bad and you need to leave the city, where will you go? This is something I think a lot of people haven't put a whole lot of thought into. What happens if you're forced to go and leave your home permanently and you can never return? Will you end up in a FEMA camp? Do you even have a bug out bag? Is your plan to go and try and live in a national forest and live off the land? I know that's something a lot of people fantasize about, but it's not necessarily very realistic. Or do you plan to purchase a piece of land and hopefully set up a homestead that you can flee to just in case things get bad? Now, if you've been paying attention, you know that there are forces at work that are trying to go and undermine Western culture. That is what the Great Reset is all about. Now, as for me, I'm planning on buying a homestead at least two hours outside of town. And the great thing is the place I'm looking at actually has fiber out in the middle of nowhere, which is actually pretty amazing. Which means that when I go and I hang out there, I have internet access, I have power, I have a well, and I can get my homestead going, growing my own food, as well as raising some, some chickens, as well as goats, and maybe some other things as well. That is my long-term plan. That way, if things get crazy, I have the ability to go and get out of town and hopefully I can keep things going. Being it that we live in uncertain times, there's a lot of chaos, rioting, protesting, and potentially the Great Reset. We need to make sure that we have answers to these questions and how we can go and hopefully weather the storm that never comes. 
This is Ian signing off. Thanks for watching. If you're new to the channel, we have a deep content library that includes interviews with everyone from Mike Cernovich to Megan Murphy, so go check it out. If you'd like to see more, please consider supporting the show by visiting unsafespace.com donate. You can find us on all the major social media platforms, at least for now, and you can find a community of like-minded individuals on our Unsafe Space chat on Telegram. See you there. Warning, this is an unsafe space. Dangerous ideas have been detected. The content of this production has not been authorized by the cathedral. Pay no attention to it. The following co-conspirators have been unpersoned and marked for cancellation. The World Health Organization recommends socially distancing from these individuals and wearing at least two sets of earplugs at all times. In the event of an unexpected encounter, cover your ears and scream repeated insults to prevent infection. If you think about it, no one should be allowed to express opinions. But don't. Think about it, I mean. That's not your job. Thinking has been scientifically proven to be less efficient than compliance. The fact that you are still watching this video saddens me. Computer voice Curtis, never mind, that last line is fake news. Please disregard it and return to your safe space immediately. There will be cake.